but I done let the deal go down, so pack it on over. Move it on over. Told it on over. She warned me once, she warned me twice, but I don't take no one's advice, so scratch it on over, move it on over, shake it on over, move it on over, move over short dog, cause a tall dog moving in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to B.B. Scone's Countryside. Thanks for joining me as we take a gentle ramble through the landscape of my particular take on country music. It's not definitive, it's not the only one, but it's something that I enjoy listening to and I hope you will too. There's so much passion, so much excitement, so much love in country music, so much that moves us. And there was Hank Williams moving it on over. A great song, regarded as one of the founders of country music, although he died too young after making most of his hits in the 1940s and early 1950s. His music still lives on today. But he wasn't the founding father or even the founding mother of country music. That goes back a couple of decades before that. And certainly one family that was inspirational in creating the sound of country that we all love. I was going to say love today, but country music has changed beyond all recognition today. But certainly these people are at the very soul of country music. And I'm talking about the Carter family. And here they are with uh, Keep It On The Sunny Side.
Carter family, the first family of country music. In fact, June Carter uh, went on to marry Johnny Cash. And that is a great message for today, isn't it? They were going through austerity 100 years ago in America. And if country music is anything, it is a music that is born out of austerity. People finding something positive in the tremendous difficulties that they've faced in life, economically, socially and culturally. And as such, there's a message in the music for us today, a positive message. And another person who can be regarded as one of the founders of country music is, of course, Jimmy Rogers, the singing brakeman. And another person who died too young uh, before the full force of his career was able to flourish. Uh, I think he died of TB in his early 30s. He is, of course, Jimmy Rogers, and this is one of his classic tunes, Blue Yodel, number nine, number nine, number nine. <laughs> Jimmy Rogers, and I suppose that's one of the earliest uh, incarnations, uh, the earliest performances that shows the myriad of influences that country music adopted. Early country music was a multiracial affair. There was black Americans and white Americans coming together to make 
uh, stringed instrument music, which variously can be described as blues at one stage and country music at another. And of course, uh, besides absorbing African influences, both genres were absorbing European influences and countries littered with European influences. Jigs and reels brought over from America, brought over to America from uh, the UK, Ireland. And in this case, the yodel brought from the Germanic nations and incorporated into country music very successfully by Jimmy Rogers. Now, of course, no opening tribute in a country music programme would be complete without the music of one man who is regarded as perhaps the biggest legend in the history of country music altogether. And I'm talking about none other than J.R. Cash, or Johnny Cash, as he became, became known after he made his first records at Sun Records in Memphis in Tennessee. Here's a track which epitomizes what he's all about, for me anyway, and it's called Get Rhythm. Hey, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones, but taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a little shoe shine boy, he never gets low down, but he's got the dirtiest job in town. Bending low at the people's feet on a windy corner of the dirty street. Will I ask him while he shine my shoes? How to keep from getting the blues? He grinned as he raised his little head, he popped his shoe shine rag and then he said, Get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a jumpy rhythm makes you feel so fine. It'll shake all your trouble from your worried mind. Get a rhythm when you get the blues. Left and right, he took his shoe shine rag and he held it tight. He stopped once to wipe the sweat away. I said, You mighty little boy to be a working that way. He said, I like it with a big wide grin. Kept on a popping and he said again, Get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, it only costs a dime just a nickel a shoe. It does a million dollars worth of good for you. Get a rhythm. When you Now, B.B. Scone's Countryside takes place on the first Thursday of every month here on Pure West Radio. And the next one will be Thursday, November the 5th. And on that evening, you can expect fireworks, he said in Cheesy Link number 42. Because it will be a Johnny Cash special hosted by me with a very special guest, Mr. Ian Calford from New Gale in Pembrokeshire, who is well known as a roots country performer himself on the UK and European circuits, but also is something of an expert on the subject of all things to do with cash. So that'll be something to look forward to. But meanwhile, moving on here with the uh, first programme tonight, 
Um, I said it was going to be my unique take on country music, and so I'm not going to be just playing the uh, tried and trusted regulars, great as they may be, of country music, but I'm also going to try and get at the twisted heart of country and how it affects other bands. Here we have uh, the Alabama Three, a collective from Brixton in London, who <laughs> made music that often mixed loads of genres, including country and techno. And this particular song is a favourite of mine. I hope you're going to enjoy it because it's called Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. What's My daddy, he was a gambler, abandoned mama when I was four. All he left us was his old gramophone player, his 45 records he kept under the floorboards. Now my boss says I'm good for nothing, except to sweep his factory floor. They got Shania Twain, Garth Brooks on the radio, when I get home tonight. I walk through the door and say Hello, hello, I'm Johnny Cash Hello, hello, I'm Johnny Cash Yes, I am Cause I always like to walk the line I'm gonna take it out tonight I'm going to Jackson We're gonna fall into that ring of fire I said, oh Delia, my sweet Delia I don't want those folks on prison blue I won't take my guns to town tonight If you don't call me a boy named Sue Hello Hello, I'm John Cash. I said hello. Hello, I'm John Cash. Yes, I am. Jesus, hello, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I said Jesus, hello, sweet hello, Lord, I'm Johnny Cash. I said hello, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I said hello, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm drunk. Yeah. 
Yes, I am. I'm Johnny Cash. Yes, I am. I'm Johnny Cash. Yes, I am. For those of you who don't know, um, I'm involved with promoting Tenby Blues Festival, which, of course, like all festivals, is not happening this year. And the first year uh, ever in 2006, we had the Alabama Three perform for us. And I must say, it was the most wonderful and the most difficult of events I've ever promoted. Um, I could tell you some stories about that, some of which are broadcastable, but let's gloss over that for a moment. Let's get back to country music. And country music is renowned for its strong women. And Rosie Flores is no exception. She is the last performer I ever saw live uh, in Cardiff before the lockdown. So uh, as a special uh, place in my heart, as she does, of course, because she's an absolutely wonderful woman. And here's a song of hers which exemplifies everything about strong women anywhere, let alone in country. It's called Working Girls Guitar.
Rosie Flores never got uh, international recognition, really, uh, on a grand scale, but certainly she's made some amazing records throughout the years, and she's a big friend of Lucinda Williams. I had a lovely chat with her before her gig in Cardiff. But one woman who is extremely well-known in the world of country might be said to exemplify the female side of it internationally, of course, is Dolly Parton. And a few years ago, uh, she made a record with two other stars of the ferment of country music. They called themselves Trio, and it featured her, Dolly Parton, Emmy Lou Harris, another great, and Linda Ronstadt, yet another great, together on a selection of records, records that would break your heart. And this is a beautiful gospel-infused numbers number that the three women made together, Ads Trio. It's called Further or Farther Along. Tempted and tried, we're oft made to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. Why
no doubt there'll be more from all three of those women and many more in future editions of B.B. Scone's Countryside. They are Americans, or to be more precise, from the United States of America, which is where we think of country music uh, originating and being developed. But of course, Canada is also part of North America and has a rich tradition of country music. And uh, one band that I see every time they come to the UK because they are so wonderful are the Sadies. They are the best live band that I have ever seen. Absolutely brilliant. Unfortunately, they couldn't come over this year because of you know what. But here is a record they made a few years ago with another Canadian, a fellow Canadian called Nico Case. It's absolutely beautiful. It's called Make Your Bed.
Don't forget, this show is podcast uh, on Pure West Radio's website, and also it will be podcast on the Facebook page for this show called, strangely enough, B.B. Scone's Countryside. And also, I present B.B. Scone's Pembrokeshire Music Show on the same radio station, Pure West Radio, at 7 o'clock every Sunday night. And that, too, is podcast on the Facebook page of B.B. Scone's Pembrokeshire Music Show page. Okay, now, I mentioned uh, when talking about Rosie Flores earlier that she was friends with Lucinda Williams. And Lucinda Williams is one of my all-time favourite performers in whatever genre you like to call it. Although she inhabits the more rockier end of country, it is, like all the best country, so literate and has a tremendous narrative, yet delivers an incredible, passionate punch. And coming right up to date, this is one of her uh, latest records. It's called Man Without a Soul. And I leave you to work out who she might be singing about.
In March last year, not this year, last year, I saw her perform at, I can't remember the venue, oh, O2 venue in Bristol, and she did her groundbreaking uh, album, Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, uh, released in 1998, in its entirety, as well as some new numbers, and it was absolutely mesmerising. I've seen her several times when she's come over to the UK to perform, and she never fails to deliver. Let's hope it's not too long before uh, we can all get to see live music or whatever sort again okay gonna move back in time a little bit now i mentioned earlier sun studios in memphis founded by sam phillips he he made i suppose he made his mark on music by recording black artists earlier on like howling wolf and ike turner who along with jackie brenston made what is arguably first ever rock and roll record rocket 88, a song about a car. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, but Bob Phillips was always supposed to be looking for that performer who would sound like a black guy, but who was white, um, for obvious reasons, because there was a bigger market for music made by white Americans than there were black Americans. Sadly, it wasn't a time when <laughs> universally people thought black lives matter. And there's still a struggle to make that the case today. One day, this young 18-year-old lad from Tupelo, Mississippi, uh, walked into the studio and he was making some country records, uh, country-inflected records, and Sam was thinking, yeah, OK, that's all right, Mama. <laughs> oh, 
I see what I did there then. But uh, during a break in the recordings, it was Elvis Presley. Elvis uh, broke into some more bluesy material and Sam Phillips recorded it. And the rest is history. So what we had a white guy sort of playing a bluesy music to make country-inflected sounds. And, of course, I needn't tell you anything more about Elvis Presley other than you're going to hear now his version of the classic Milk Cow oh, Blues. come on! Well, I woke up this morning And I looked out the door I can tell that old Milk Cow For the way she looks Holy fellas, that don't move me Let's get real, real gone for a change. Well, I woke up this morning and I looked out the door. I can tell an old milk cow, I can tell the way she's low. Now, if you see my milk cow, he's a rapper home, home, home. Elvis could epitomise some sort of racial integration, which is great. He was a white guy moving towards black music. And I think somebody who was equally, if not more influential, did it the other way as a black guy moving towards country music. And I'm thinking, of course, about the absolute legend that is Mr Chuck Berry, Chaz Berry. And his first ever hit was a country-type song called Maybelline.
First uh, record ever released by Chuck Berry, I believe, and of course it's a countryfied rhythm blues. In fact, he stole that tune from uh, a country song. Don't believe me? Have a listen to this song by Western Swing Exponent now, Bob Wills, and this song is called Ida Red. And if it's not like Maybelline, <laughs> then I'm a doctor. We're talking about Bob Wills. As I said, he was an exponent of Western Swing, which was a particular brand of music that embodied all kinds of other subgenres that it brought into elements of jazz, rock and roll, uh, and country music, of course. And there's a tremendously infectious sound that was great for dancing to as well. And Bob Willis is arguably its uh, most famous exponent. And there were loads and loads of subgenres of country music that began that managed to flourish in their own right, and Texas Swing is one of them. And another one, of course, is bluegrass. Bluegrass is a, a faster, highly defined form of country music that developed uh, later on in the 20th century, and uh, no one no one exemplified it better than Bill Run Monroe. And here he is now uh, with the classic, also covered by Elvis, of course, The Blue Moon of Kentucky. <laughs> Keep on shining Shine on 
Another interesting genre of country music, of course, was Brother Records. Uh, the close harmonies that one and beautiful sounds that one can only find from siblings making music. And more recently, we've had Sister Records, of course. But Brother Records were what kicked it off. Bands like the Kershaw Brothers, the Leuven Brothers, the Stanley Brothers... And also the Blue Sky Boys, they were actually brothers, but their surnames was the Bollocks. So for some reasons they called themselves the Blue Sky Boys. To exemplify this particular sound, I'm going to play a track now by the Leuven Brothers called I Don't Believe You've Met My Baby. Thank you. 
course, another sub-genre, if you like, of country music was a singer-songwriterly one, which incorporated uh, elements of folk, hillbilly, uh, acoustic music, as well as blues into country. Uh, Chris Christopherson was probably the first, pe- one of the first people uh, to do that. But later along, what was called, I don't like the name, alt-country um, or even outlaw country. And you had music from the great towns Van Zandt, for example, or Guy Clark, uh, people making uh, music in that vein. But one of the finest of that subgenre, if you like to call it that, it sounds a bit too academic, really. One of the finest of, of those was the late, great John Prine, who sadly passed away not too long ago. He's an absolutely marvellous musician, postman turned country star, and live in concert, he was absolutely brilliant. And here is a duet uh, that he performed. Uh, it's live with Bonnie Raitt, a uh, performer uh, more well-known for her performances in the blues arena, but yet they gel perfectly on the classic town song, Angel from Montgomery. Oh, yes.
jazz in the kitchen I could hear the buzzing And I ain't done nothing Since I woke up today Just give me one thing that I 